Uh, welcome to the program. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is our phone number. Today it's uh, Patton Stu in for Glenn. He's got the coronavirus. He's on a uh, cruise off the coast of Japan. And we assume he's going to be back tomorrow, but we don't fully have that uh, knocked down yet. Sorry, I'm still getting ready here. Uh, what do we have uh, coming up today? We have a lot of uh, news from the election. Saturday is uh, Nevada. So we're getting to that point now where these things are going to be coming pretty quickly. You have Nevada this week. The week after is South Carolina. And then right after that, I think three days after that is Super Tuesday. Seconds. So it's interesting to see some of the polls that have come down. I mean, you really haven't seen much of a bump for Buttigieg or Klobuchar in these second in secondary states. And you haven't seen much of a fallout for, for Biden. I mean, he's still there. Elizabeth Warren is still there. So maybe the, the whole momentum argument hasn't really uh, held true this year. Uh, that kind of seems like the case, at least so far. We're going to come back here in uh, just a minute. We'll be all updated on that. All the opposition research is starting to drop on Michael Bloomberg, and all of it's really funny. Uh, so we'll get to that today. And uh, got some some good Amy Klobuchar stuff as well. It's all coming up. Pat and Stu in for Glenn here on the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Happy President's Day. Not just any, I mean, well, yeah, just any president. It's not uh, not a specific president anymore, right? It used to be uh, Washington and Lincoln had their separate days. Then they were combined. Then it was like, nah, this is just for all presidents. Okay. Yeah, I, I generally only support William Henry Harrison today. Really? That's kind of where I, the direction I like to go. Yeah. I'll throw in a little Tyler at times, uh-huh. you know, just to mix it up. Okay. But those are the only presidents I actually support on President's Day. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, look, I if it was a specific president, then maybe I would think about them on this day. But yeah. it's not. It's just presidents in general, which, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of them sucked. So I don't know why they would be honored on a day like today. Yeah. But they are. Are you a big James Buchanan fan huge too, or Buchanan huge guy. Buchanan? Yeah, huge Buchanan guy. Uh, widely considered the worst president of all time. Kind of is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, which is saying something. Yeah, it is. Because there's been some really bad ones. Really bad ones. Woodrow Wilson oh, comes to mind. Oh my. Uh, Lyndon Johnson comes to mind. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning him in this. Yes, because he's awful. He, he was for awful. some reason he gets a pass. Gets a pass on this. Uh, is it because he didn't run for a second term? Well, he had that half, you know, that one year mm-hmm. that where he took over for Kennedy. Then he won a re, uh, an election, and then he decided not to run for a second term, so a second full term. And maybe it's that that got him off. I don't, I don't know that it got him out of everybody thinking he was so bad because it was only what five years. I mean, if if he ran for a reelection and won, we'd have to come up with new numbers to describe the debt that we have. Because right now That's we're going sure. trillion. We kind of know quadrillions next. After that, who knows? I don't think it's possible to know. <laughs> I have bad idea. Just like the metric system, it's not possible to know what's next. Yeah, it's nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, but when we get, th- we would get there with Lyndon Johnson and another quadrillion. Term. Oh, yeah, easy, oh, easy, easy. I think we get to the next one. I mean, I would say it's quintillion, but who who even knows until you get there? Yeah, you don't know until don't you're know. on the doorstep of quintillion. So. <laughs> what if it is quintillion or quadrillion or what it is? But I mean. 
there's a, there's a meme that goes around on social media, which I just love. And it shows these uh, political buttons from, you know, long time ago, from Social Security time and Medicare time. And it's like, remember remember 50 and 75 years ago when Republicans were telling us socialism was going to destroy our country? Uh, I don't either. Uh, did, did it happen? No. And it's like, well, you guys do realize... We're twenty-three trillion dollars in debt. Yeah, with a hundred trillion in long-term <clears throat> right? uh, liabilities, and almost mm-hmm. all of it are the two programs you're sitting here defending. Yes, almost all of it that the Republicans were saying is socialism because it, it is. is. It is. It and is. It, was. it might be popular socialism, but it's socialism nonetheless. Nobody wants to eliminate it now. Everybody's afraid, scared to death to even say anything about it. Mm-hmm. But Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid have bankrupted this country. And we just were like, oh, I love it. Don't no, uh, keep, not- the, keep the state out of my Medicare. Even Republicans will say that. Oh, yeah. There's, there is no Stop opposition it. party for this. No, the Democrats wanted bigger. The, I mean, even you know Trump and, and all the Republicans say they're not going to do anything to screw with it. It is exactly. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of it. Because and- it is popular now. Because we, you know, once you've been given stuff, you're going to want to keep taking it. Yeah. There's no going back on that. You can't turn back on that. And, and 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 there is a legitimate argument from people who are have been paying into the system for a long time and wish sure. to receive it. I understand that. Yeah, like us, though, we've paid into the system for a really long time. Yeah, though no plan that looks to adjust it would change that. Like you, if you are going to get Medicare soon, there's no plan that's under proposal that would it, no not even that for Republicans. These people. Right, like right. It's it's only people who would be coming up in the system. Re- later. Remember when George W. Bush wanted to reform it? Yeah, and it was like if you want to keep the your current system, we're, this won't touch anybody who's already got benefits. And they, he would say that all the time. No one cares. Nobody cared. It was like you're going to take away my social security. <laughs> no, he specifically said he's not. And by the way, he was offering something that would be that for every person would have been much that better has ever existed in the country would would do much. You do much better under the, much his better. proposed system, and including after the 2008 collapse all of that stuff you'd uh-huh. still do much much better under the proposal that was given by george w bush at that time yeah however everyone was scared of it so we didn't do it so now everyone gets less and we all cheer it because at least we could depend on less yeah uh, it is a bizarre thing crazy but it and it's it's this weird denial where everyone looks at these programs as if they're positive things mm-hmm. they are clearly destroying the future of our country when it comes to debt. There's no doubt about it. Every single estimate looking forward says the same thing mm-hmm. that this is going to grow, you know, grow from where it is now at 23 trillion dollars in debt and will continue to increase. And then not only will it be these programs that are wiping us out, but it will also be the payments on the debt on the past years of that program that will wind up being 30, 40, 50% of our budget every year. That is not a sustainable situation. However, it's it's popular, and mm. so people go on the internet and they post these things as if they're brilliant uh, geniuses. And I, does anybody ever put a minute of thought into what they're actually posting? I don't think so. Do you see that story that said by 2030 we're going to be at 180 percent of GDP <laughs> in our debt? Our debt <laughs> will be 180 percent of GDP. It's not positive. It's unsustainable. So if we don't if we don't stop that trend by then. Uh, it's going to be a disaster. And this is why we don't shouldn't have President's Day. We're going to honor people that have put us $180 trillion <laughs> right. in debt. Come on. Come on. That's not good. That's not right. 
All right, uh, let's pause 60 seconds, uh, and we'll be right back on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Every night, local police departments receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea if the alarm is real or not. But Simply Safe Home Security is different. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses video evidence, so police dispatch up to 350% faster than for normal burglar alarms. Best part? Simply Safe only costs 50 cents a day with no contract. Right now, get your free Simply Safe security camera at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Hey, I heard you need some work done on your house. Here's somebody I like. Oh, thanks. Wait, what are you doing? I am verifying your recommendation on Angie's List. My word's not enough? I just like to get hundreds of second opinions. Finding a qualified person is easy. Just check Angie's List. After all, we have info on more pros than just about anybody. Say you heard about a good electrician. We have reviews on them and thousands more, plus ratings, photos, even special offers. Find exactly what you're looking for at Angie'sList.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, this is great. The, uh, the Iowa caucus was a total debacle for the Democrats. I mean, they just, they botched it so badly. I mean, yeah. even they admit that. Not, not just because all of the candidates sucked. Right. Because that, that was a disaster. That was the, yes. that, we knew that disaster going in, though. <laughs> This is the secondary disaster in which they couldn't count the votes. Amazing. Did you see did you see this report in the New York Times, by the way, that went over all the ways they made mistakes? No. It is incredible. Because for all the beating the New York Times takes, 99.9% of it very well deserved. They're really good at this type of thing, which is looking at an inane amount of de- uh, uh, depth to cover these really intricate things like this. Yeah. And so they go through and just list how, like, you know, the way the system works is you have to get 15% of the vote to have any chance to be viable, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in there, and a lot of a lot of candidates have 10% of the vote, and so they're not viable, and those people can go to another candidate. Mm-hmm. So whatever the first count of votes is has to be the lowest amount of votes uh in total right mm-hmm. you people can't come in after that that first vote so you they look and they have like a hundred different places where there's like five thousand votes in the first uh, vote and then there's six thousand in the second well n- no one was allowed to join after the first vote you couldn't come in and do it again and there's mistakes like that all wow. over the place and they have it all documented sometimes it's like well it's like they've done this for just the first time it's incredible it's incredible well and the rules are so complicated pat i actually understand how it got screwed up it's there are things like hasn't it always been though why don't they have this down yet i don't know i don't know they did change a lot of the rules because they changed some of them the bernie people came in after last time and they were pissed about it last time uh they wanted they thought they should have won uh iowa last time they lost in a very close election to hillary Went on to blow Hillary out in New Hampshire, and they think if they would have won both of those states, maybe they get the would've nomination. Changed. It would have changed the three million people who voted, or four million, <laughs> four million people yeah. who voted against him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was a huge gap there. People yeah. are like, "Oh, he got the election taken from him." But really, he lost. I mean, be honest about it. Yeah, like, he got his have, butt kicked. But with Bernie Sanders, what you have is about twenty-five percent of people who actually like Bernie in that primary. Yeah, another fifteen percent who just didn't like Hillary, which gets him to forty, does not get him to fifty. 
Like Hillary still won sixty percent of the vote right. in the primary um, yeah. overall. But the uh, th- this is their complaint. This was their big complaint. So that's why they had the popular vote released this time for the first time, and they had uh, the secondary popular vote, which Bernie won on both counts. Buttigieg still wins with the state uh, uh, the statewide delegate equivalents, but the statewide delegate equivalent, it's uh, obviously it's a ridiculous idea. Yeah. Just count the stupid votes. Right. And again, I understand that, like, this is what the left says about the Electoral College. It's a totally different situation. In a, in a primary like this, it makes a lot of sense to just do the popular vote. So they look at this and they would come down and, and two people would tie for the amount of delegates they were supposed to have. So there'd be one delegate outstanding. Let's say they had five and they were supposed to tie. They can't split the delegates. So instead of it being two and a half versus two and a half, which might make some sense if you tie, right? Mm -hmm. They have to award the one delegate to one of the two candidates. So Mm. it has to be three to two, even if they tie, which makes no sense. Weird. So what? This is why you saw the coin uh, flipping going on. Legitimately, yeah, which flipping was ridiculous. coins. Ridiculous. Why are you flipping a? Why are you doing a coin toss in what? a in a political matchup like that? It's ridiculous. Is so, that democracy? I guess so. This is what democracy looks like, <laughs> yes. as they used to chant all the time. Oh man. So in other times, there would be like they would have to round the the vote percentages off, and they would round them incorrectly. So then there'd be extra delegates. They only had eight, seven to give away, and they gave away eight. Like this wow. is happening all over the state. Unreal. And you know, so this was a complete disaster. Wow. And the app was a big part of it because the app was supposed to do a lot of these calculations for the people. So um, how much of this was because they had new rules? Was all of it? Some or? of it. What they were describing, in, you know, the app was supposed to do it all. Obviously, the app didn't work. So then they had, uh, they had a long handbook. That would describe what to do in all of these really intricate situations. So if you have a tie, if you have uh, a, you know, too many delegates, too few delegates, if the rounding leads to both people getting a delegate when only one of them is supposed to, blah, blah, blah. All these complicated situations. A long handbook that they admit themselves did not actually cover all of the possibilities. Why don't you just go to a primary? It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Just let people come in and vote for their favorite candidate. Yeah. I mean, this, Make it easy. You know, why? They're, they're doing this thing in, and I actually think this is a really good thing for all voting, but they're doing this thing in Nevada this time with uh, basically what is essentially ranked choice voting. And didn't they have the same system, though? They had the same app. So they had the same Iowa. app initially. Now they they've changed, changed this, oh, okay. Pat. So now yeah. they have a new app. That is coming on party-controlled iPads. So the party comes and gives you the iPad with the new app on it that they've never used. Oh, good. Now, considering they were using a different app go two wrong? weeks ago, what could possibly go well, wrong? What could go right? wrong? So they're going to try to do this. And now they also have here early state voting. So how do you do that with a caucus? You're supposed to all go into a room and then everyone gets in their dumb groups, right? Yeah. So in Nevada, they're having early voting where they're doing basically a ranked choice voting. So it's like my number one choice is Tulsi Gabbard. My number two is Tom Steyer. My number three is Joe Biden. Right. So if Steyer and Gabbard are not viable at 15 percent, your votes will go to Biden. You know, you can rank them mm-hmm. like that, which I think is a smart thing yeah. for all voting, yeah, actually, because then you, it, you'd be able to. It wouldn't seem like you're throwing your vote away on a third-party candidate. If you mm-hmm. think you want to go for the whatever the libertarian in the, in, in, a, in a particular race, and they're not going to win, they're not going to win. You go to your second choice. You go to your second choice, which would be the Republican, let's say. Yeah. And I think that makes a, a lot of sense. It does, frankly. 
So they're going to do some of that. Like you said, people couldn't tell you, ah, it's a binary choice. You're throwing your, you're yeah. throwing your vote away. Yeah, and it, like, no, I no, get not. that argument, but it's, yeah. it, you wind up with a two-party system till the end of time with two terrible mm-hmm. parties with that idea. And that's where we are. And that's where we are because of it, right? So they've, they've started doing that. They did it in Maine. They've, they've been trying to roll this out across the country. Uh, which, you know, so far they've got, I think, one or two areas that do it. But I do think it's a good long-term solution because you should be able to do that, right? Like, if I want to I want to say, like, mm-hmm. you know what? The Constitution Party is really the party I really like, but obviously they're going to get 0.1%, so I'd rather go with the Republican Party. Or, you know what? You could be like, hey, I really want to vote for the Socialist Workers Party, but they're really not going to win, so if I don't get that, then I can have the Democrat. And that would make sense. It would also inform people of you know, well, what are the flavors here, right? Like you've got, you have mm-hmm. different flavors to choose from. You can pick, how, how, what's the actual, maybe there is an appetite for socialism. Who knows? We're seeing it right now. Who knew? Mm-hmm. I know the Democrats didn't seem to think this. They used to say the era of big government is over. They used yeah. to not co-sponsor Medicare for all. Right. Now they all think socialism's the way to go. Well, when Obamacare was proposed, we were told, <laughs> we're not going to go to single payer. That's nothing like what we're talking about. No. Wasn't and it the lie of the year one it, year? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it, was. it was from PolitiFact saying that if you think that single payer is part of this, that you're you're nuts. Well, of course, we, it's it's the long term plan. Clearly. And they all, the, the architect of Obamacare said so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a Trojan horse, is it? It's it's just right there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we're going to single payer. Well, that happened a lot sooner, I think, than anybody imagined it could, it, because just you know, what are we? Eight years later, they start. Saying, yeah, I'm for universal single-payer health care. It's incredible. And they all are. They're all running against Obamacare. Virtually all of them. They're all saying, you know what sucks? Obamacare. And that's why we need Medicare for all. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, even the the thing that, you know, probably the most friendly to Obamacare has been Biden. Obviously, he was in, in a big, right. a big uh, role in, in trying to pass that. But even he says... We need to fix this because of X, Y, and Z. I mean, we need we need a uh, public option. We need to massively expand what we did then. Why? They're I all saying what perfect. they did then didn't work. Yeah. That, but they you are. told us this was the solution. And right. here you are running against it. More in 60 seconds. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion. Hello, I'm Dr. Travis Stork. I want to tell you about one of my favorite supplements that I take every day, Qnol Turmeric. Qnol Turmeric may help with healthy joints and inflammation support. Unlike many regular turmeric supplements, Qnol's soluble formula offers superior absorption, which is very important to get more of the full benefits of turmeric. Qnol Turmeric is the brand I trust. Consult with your doctor. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Happy President's Day, 888-727-BECK. Now, the polling in Nevada 
is is interesting because Biden was considering Nevada and South Carolina his firewall. Mm-hmm. Now it looks like just South Carolina so far <laughs> it might be a firewall for him because Bernie's ahead in Nevada too. Now, if Bernie was right up there in Nevada anyway, he's now up by more than a little. He's up by seven points in the latest poll. Now, Nevada's very difficult to poll because of it's all these ridiculous rules we just talked about. Yeah. So it's hard to depend on that. I mean, it's hard to, you know, to poll a primary anyway. And then when you get to caucus world, it's even more crazy. But, I mean, this is a crazy race. There's eight candidates in the race right now. Eight candidates on the Democratic side are left after the 57,394 that actually ran. There's eight left. Mm. One of them is Michael Bloomberg, who's not running in Nevada at all. Yeah. Another one is Tulsi Gabbard, who is at 0% Oof. in the poll there. Which is interesting because, you know, she's, I think she's an attractive candidate, you know, in more ways than one. She's actually attractive. But also, uh, she... I think the perception is that she's a little bit more moderate. She's a little more reasonable. And yeah. she's really not no. as far as ideology is concerned. But she does. You can talk to her. It's like she's not a wild-eyed liberal. No. She's not a crazed liberal. She's smart and she's uh, seemingly emotionally balanced, which is yeah. a lot more than you can say for right. many of these candidates. Yes. She, uh, however, and, and you know, like she's very, I think she's a good candidate. Remember, though, the reason why the Clintons hate her so much is because when everyone she was really looking for congressional endorsements, uh, Tulsi said, "You know what? I'm I'm endorsing Burning in 2016, um, and yeah. I'm going to run his campaign here in in Hawaii. Or he's one of the high. She was one of the high level people uh, campaign chairs in 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 Hawaii. So I mean, again, mm-hmm. we're talking about someone who we're considering moderate who endorsed Bernie Sanders last time. Incredible. That's how far this party has moved." Yeah, people who endorse Bernie Sanders seem moderate. That, Is that amazing? That's incredible. So Jeez. you look at this poll and and the way that Nevada is shaping up. And this is Saturday, by the way. You have eight candidates in the race. Two are at zero percent. Every other candidate, all six, are in double digits. So this literally, is a crazy race. Anybody could win. Anybody could win. Or any of the six. I would say any of those six could win this race. I mean, you go down to uh, you have Sanders at twenty five. Biden at 18, Warren at 13, Steyer at 11, which people are forgetting about Steyer because he hasn't made any impact yet, and Bloomberg has overshadowed his I'm going to spend a billion dollars to win an election sort of shtick. Mm -hmm. But Steyer has spent all of his money in Nevada and South Carolina, so he's doing pretty well in both of those states and double digits in both of them. And then Buttigieg and Klobuchar are at 10. Wow. So, I mean, could Buttigieg have a great day and win? I think that's possible. Could Klobuchar? It's possible. Could Steyer? It's possible. It's again. It's it's a it's a situation where it's a caucus, so no one can predict these things with any sort of accuracy. This is a total crapshoot out of Nevada. It's going to be interesting to watch. You're listening to Glenn Beck. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're $70,000 a year. I'm Alan Jones, founder and CEO of Bambi. I created Bambi specifically for small business. Get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. Seriously, let's change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. 
from onboarding to terminations. We customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day to day. All for just $99 a month, period. Month to month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash freedom right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash freedom. Spell BAM to the B-E-E dot com slash freedom. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. The 2020 election continues to be pretty wild. I mean, I don't know what the Democrats are going to do because if you're just a normal person who believes in old-fashioned Democrat values, you think it's the party of JFK, and then you look at the options available now and you see nothing but socialist, communist, uh, lunatics. What, what are you going to do? Who are you going to vote for? They all bet that that was where the party was going, and, and most of them are wrong, right? I mean, I hope Bernie so. is at least a real socialist, right? He's been doing this yes. forever. The other ones are... And know, so is, for all intents and purposes, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Although she... You she know, just won't admit it. She won't admit it. She made an interesting decision, though, and I think it was a flawed one, to say... To kind of stake that ground out early. Basically, I'm as left as Bernie Sanders, except for the fact that I'm a little bit more friendly to establishment, the establishment types. And that was not a good decision because any hope she had at grabbing people who were just normal Democrats kind of goes away when you turn into Bernie. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't want to go full Bernie. It's not a good idea. And so now she's trying to pitch herself as this fusion candidate. You can, you can have the good stuff from Bernie and the good stuff from the the old school with me because I'm, that's me. It's like, well, you just spent the last like year telling us you were Bernie. Yeah. Now you're yeah. now you're not Bernie. Now you're somewhere in between, and everyone can agree on you. Like, what is her case of being a fusion candidate? It's it's not strong, and that's why she's sinking in the polls. Yeah, she's, she's, you know, I I think her time is gone. I think she should probably just get out of the race right now. If she wants a socialist to be president, she should right away. Yes, hop out of there. Let Bernie take over. You know, give you get half, most of your support probably goes to Bernie, or at least there's a good chance that it does. And arguably, the only reason to stay in at this point when you're sinking like she is is for your future, right? For 2024. All right, I'm setting myself up for next time now. Well, there's no next time for her. She's going to be 76 years old next time. Of course, I guess sure, that doesn't matter to Democrats. In this field. What yeah, are you talking about? Really is. <laughs> they really might be is. like, look, she's only 76. She doesn't have the experience necessary in this Democratic field. <laughs> I, but I, I, with her, you think maybe you get that Hail Mary coming through. I mean, as we just pointed out, she's in double digits in Nevada. There's no reason per se she couldn't win there other than the fact that you know, she's supposed to be so tough and, and so good with unions. But now she's supporting mm-hmm. a policy that will rip the, the throat out of their health care because they actually have good health care because they've yeah. been, you know, going after uh, yeah. the union negotiations for a long they've time. They've been fighting so, it for Yeah, they have Cadillac years. plans, right? And mm-hmm. so she's going to make what they had illegal 
Jeez. And that's not something they like very much. <laughs> Surprisingly. Hard to blame them. And then so. you have people like Joe Biden, who's supposed to be a moderate in this field, who can't even say that illegal immigration is bad. Like, even, mm-hmm. even when you say illegal immigration, he's, he's touting it as a benefit to our country. Illegal immigration. Now, it's one thing to say uh. we shouldn't be as harsh on certain immigrants, maybe people who came here as a child mm-hmm. and with no fault of their own, as they always say. And they've been living here forever. They've never even known their own country. And you're going to send them back. There, there's a, a, a pretty good hunger for that argument in the, among the American people. When you're saying that there's no downside to illegal immigrants uh, coming to the country. <laughs> and they're a net benefit. And they're a net benefit. They're, it's a gift. That's what he said uh, this yeah. week. This is uh, Joe Biden talking about um, uh, illegal immigration with Jorge Ramos. Listen. At the debate in Houston, um, you said that during the Obama-Biden administration, and I quote, we didn't lock people in cages. Um, but you actually did. Well, not in the same numbers as in the Trump administration, but you did. Uh, we, we found a picture of an eight-year-old boy from uh, Honduras. Yes. And what, yes. what, 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 what this was, was, was if you know. In, in, 20, in 2014, mm. uh, in a detention center in McAllen, Texas. I spoke yes. with, with the. Uh, yes. The and what happened was one. all the unaccompanied children were coming across the border. Yeah. We tried to get them out. Just like we now. kept them safe and get them out of the, the mm. detention centers, that, mm. essentially that center, that were run by Homeland Security and get them into communities as quickly as we can. Maybe people mm. would say there were cages. <laughs> Well, look, well, look. you know you're not telling the truth here about the comparison of the two things. I, I'm, what? I'm saying that the numbers in your administration were not the same as the ones we're seeing right now. With the no, beyond that, but look how quickly we got them out and got them back to families. Look how we didn't engage and we sought the relatives here. We sought to get them into safe communities. We sought to get them out of the control of the Homeland Security to get them safe. But they came unaccompanied. Ah. Unaccompanied. Yeah. Many. And by the way, During one of the, the things Trump we should be doing, too. and you may recall, I'm the only guy that got it done, was uh. to provide for $750 million so people didn't want to leave in the first place by going down to Honduras and Guatemala and El Salvador and making right. sure that we, in fact, change the circumstances which is causing them to mm-hmm. flee to begin with. Mm-hmm. You may remember I spent, remember I spent, I spent hundreds of... Well, no, they didn't. They dropped off extensively, extensively. And then no, no. And there was another wave of Central American immigrants. Yeah, and, and, and what happened? Because they stopped funding it. Unreal. This administration three years ago stopped spending the money. They stopped going after the so, gangs. They stopped the street lighting. They stopped building boys and girls clubs. They stopped the... Ugh. That is the big thing. There's a boys and girls club. <laughs> if, if we you, could just have yeah. more boys and girls clubs, right. it'd be almost... Uh, a nirvana. People, I've hemisphere. heard people say this in Honduras before. If we had more boys and girls clubs, this is essentially Beverly Hills. Right. That's what they always say. Yes. This is basically Rodeo We're perfectly Drive. fine and we'll never leave. We'll never leave. You build us one more boys one, and girls club. We're one short. We're all set. <laughs> one short. And I, we don't know if it's a boys club or a girls club, but we know we're one away from paradise. So and I'll tell you what. Build one boys club and one girls club. And then we're definitely fine. And we're for sure. We're a little worried Perfect. that people are going to go from America to Honduras <laughs> at that point. You built both of them? Oh. Oh, my god! Game over. That is game where it really hits. over for the United <laughs> States. I, I, it's a, then that clip is about, you know, uh, the cages thing, which is it's interesting because Ramos is one of these guys who is so 
ideological on the idea that people should be able to cross the border whenever they want yeah. into America. Yeah. That he will take on Democrats. Yeah, he will. He, if, every, once, if, every if, once in a while. He will. Because if they if Democrats deport people, uh, you know, hey, we had this guy who came in and he's responsible for 47 murders. Should we deport him? Ramos will call that person out if you say yes. If you, yeah, if, if you're, will. you know, look, if you're a Democrat and you're like, look, we want all illegal immigrants to come in, with the exception of that one guy who murdered 47 children, that person should be deported immediately. <laughs> Ramos will take you on. Like, he's yes, that he ideological on it. Yes. So you do get these good moments occasionally where Biden there is forced to acknowledge the fact that yes, they did have kids in cages back when he was when he was vice president. And but, his big his big argument seems to be, well, but we had some, we had less, we had less, we had less, and I'm not even sure that's true. And they weren't in there as long. And they, yeah, and we were working to get him into a community. And in other words, he's working to keep him here. Mm-hmm. And the, so the difference is that uh, Trump, who by the way had all kinds of unaccompanied children come flooding through the border too. Remember that whole? Mm-hmm. There was a whole hysteria about it. And so uh, he also separated that—that that was the separation. You put the kids in one area and the adults in another because we didn't know who they went to, and many of them were unaccompanied many. as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it was the same situation. It's just that Trump was trying to figure out whether they should stay in this country or go back to their own. So, uh, I, I and the time period that they were in there was it any longer than under Obama? I doubt it. And all I know is that uh, Donald Trump will not build boys and girls clubs in Honduras. And that's where he's at. I mean, he's a oh, oh bastard, my this gosh. guy is. Don't even get me started notice on that. Notice he didn't address that in the State of the Union. I do notice that. You know? Yeah. The State I of the Union is strong. It would be stronger if we built more boys and girls clubs <laughs> in Honduras. That's when it gets strong. But you know why he won't? Because he hates. He hates. He does boys hate. Boys and girls. He does hate. Yeah. So And their clubs. Uh, We also have this clip of him talking about specifically illegal immigration and how wonderful it is for the United States of America. Benefit, sure, of course. Listen, we can afford to do this in terms. This is a big country. The idea we can accommodate more people in the interest Uh of the United States. And by the way, guess what? What? They're the reason why the legal as well as undocumented. The reason why our society is functioning. The reason why our economy is. They're the reason our economy is booming. We stand up and act like it's a burden. Oh. It is not a burden. It's a gift. <laughs> so the reason the economy is doing well is illegal immigrants. Yes. Huh. Who knew? I didn't Pat. know that. I did not I, know look, that. Look at the things we're learning here from Joe. Wow, that's good. Boys and Girls Club saving Honduras. Yeah. And this. Well, it's a gift. <laughs> well, I find it interesting the way he starts that answer, too, which is, is really revealing. It's like, look, we're a huge country. Of course we can accommodate these people. And it's a net benefit. Well, is it that we're accommodating them, or is it a net benefit? Right. Like, are we a big country that can swallow up the negatives that might come along with illegal immigration, but because we're so nice and we're so wealthy, we can do it? That's argument one. Mm-hmm. Argument two is, whenever they come over here, it's a great thing for us. Those are two separate arguments. They can't exist together. Both can't be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, if they're a net benefit, it's not about us accommodating them. It's, it's about inviting more. Like why? Why are you putting boys and girls clubs in Honduras to keep them in Honduras? It's a gift all, to us. Yeah, they should all be built here in the United States we, so they can come here and enjoy them. We should build those motorized walkways that just bring people right to the border from Honduras. <laughs> Let them get here faster. Is it, if it's a net benefit, why don't we charter flights to get people in here? 
Yeah, it's a good it's a good question, Stu. It's like they want every side of this argument, right? Like you want to be able to say, like, look, Always. this is the easiest thing in the world. We're helping people out. And yeah. yes, we have to swallow a little bit of these negatives, but we're a great big country and we're so rich, the wealthiest country in the world. Let's give them everything. By the way, everything they're doing here is helping us and it's positive. <laughs> well, why would why do we have to be a wealthy country? We should be if we were a poor country, we should want more of them if they're a gift to our nation and the only reason our economy survives. Yes. These are just blatantly, these are arguments having fights with each other. And this is one of the issues with Joe Biden is he's so incoherent at this point. He does this stuff all the time. It's why he's not leading in these polls. Again, this has been Joe Biden's uh, election to lose this entire time. He's losing it. The problem is he's really good at losing it. And he, you know, the Democratic voters basically since the launch of this election have said we want to give this race to you joe oh yeah no and doubt he is stand up stood up proudly and said no <laughs> i will not I have will it not take it <laughs> get out of my face there is no way i'm going to accept your election i do not want your nomination stop bothering me with it look at how incoherent i am i don't make any sense <laughs> if you're gonna elect me i'm gonna make you pay for it i'm gonna be completely incoherent all the time that's the way I think he's been doing it. it it's questionable, Pat, whether it's a good idea. Uh, by the way, we're going to be talking a little bit about the uh, election uh, tonight on Stu Does America. It uh, airs, uh, I think it's 8 o'clock Eastern, but you can get it on podcast. Subscribe on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. One of the things that was uh, was great, Pat, uh, you know, because people subscribe, we always ask them to rate and review the podcast. A mm-hmm. big portion of that is because it helps other people uh, discover the podcast. It also will uh, heal your illness if you happen to be sick. If you rate and review Stu Does America positively, you will be cured oh, wow. of that illness. So a lot of people don't really? know that. I didn't know A lot that. of people are going yeah. to doctors. They're trying medication. They don't need to. They don't need to. You just go and rate and review Stu Does America. That's easy. It'll cure everything. That's easy. And I said the other day, kind of offhandedly, that I don't care what you write as the review. Just make it say, it's great, whatever. And that's fine. Just write that. Write that I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, now there are pages and pages of reviews. That just say it's great. It's great, comma whatever. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the entire review. Of course, I fully... we have the biggest smart aleck audience in the world. <laughs> I love them. It's so great. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I know. On when I came back, when we came back from break uh, over the holidays on January second, I said on the show, "Look, let's just let's just make a rule. Uh, January second is the only day we can say Happy New Year." Okay, because mm-hmm. I don't want people still calling up and saying Happy New Year on March third. Right. So what are they doing? Oh, no. Everybody's writing down to their calendar that they're calling in to wish Happy New Year on March 3rd. <laughs> Specifically because I said don't. They, they live to torture <laughs> us at some level, yes, but I do. I do very much enjoy it. it. You got to love them. Uh, you can get all the links, by the way, stewdoesamerica.com, all the you know the social links. Subscribe at YouTube. I know, Pat, you have uh, your YouTube uh, channel is up as well. Yes. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. One of the things you can do there is click on the little bell thing there, and it'll give you the notifications whenever we post something new. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage uh, that as well. And just remember, it's great. Whenever. <laughs> just remember that when you're doing your review. How often do you say, I slept horribly last night, or it took me forever to fall asleep, or I couldn't get back to sleep? If you aren't sleeping well or you're worried about sleep aids, you should explore CBD for sleep. CBD is the natural extract from cannabis. There's no high, it's legal, and you do not need a prescription from cbdistillery.com. But can CBD really help you sleep better? 
In a blind survey, 9 out of 10 CB distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. 9 out of 10 is impressive. Why not give it a shot? Bottom line is, if better sleep is important to you, you really owe it to yourself to explore CBD. And with over a quarter million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Explore all their amazing products at cbdistillery.com and get 20% off when you enter STU at checkout, S-T-U. Go there now, cbdistillery.com, and enter STU at checkout. Again, enter STU for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. Go there now, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Only one new man. Hey, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. By the way, uh, in addition to Stu does America, there's also uh, leakages <laughs> that has just taken the world by storm. Oh, too much! Almost oh my gosh! Too much. Almost too much. And you can find that at, at youtube.com slash Pat Gray. I, I was upset that Twitter was pushing it down and not allowing it to trend worldwide. Yeah, because that's what they do. That's what they do. When you know there's a new leakages episode, and that happens every yeah. seven years or so. so and it's you know. especially popular in Uganda, and they, they just shut it down there. So the Ugandans <laughs> didn't get their share of leakages this time. After watching the leakages episode, by the way, Pat, uh-huh. uh I noticed there wasn't a lot of problem solving in this particular episode. There was a lot of problem identifying. <laughs> is that you, you, what you, you took from you, it? You, you found well, a lot of new awareness. Work. I think awareness is my new thing. I want people to be aware of the problem. <laughs> but perhaps a, on the next episode, you know, we solve some of those. Uh, so, like seven Valentine's days yes, from, from now, now then you'll, you're going to actually have solutions for these particular leakages problems. Yes. Okay. I, well, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, we only spent three and a half billion dollars on it. What do you want? Stu. Yeah, you're not going to be able want? to solve it. You're not going to be able to solve everything. No, it's true. In one episode. You, you, sound, you should run for president with that attitude. <laughs> and the Democratic Party. It's true. We only spent three and a half that billion dollars. What are we going to do? Solve it? I would absolutely be a front runner at yeah. this point. <laughs> you're listening to Glenn Beck. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. Whether you're doing a million, 10 million, or hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools you need to accelerate your growth. With NetSuite, you get a... Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. And the vast majority of time, they have no idea whether that alarm is real. Is it really a crime going on or not? And the alarm company can't tell them. All they say is, you know, a motion sensor went off. Simply Safe Home Security, however, is different. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350 times faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection, outdoor cameras, doorbells that alert you, anyone approaching your home, entry, motion, glass break sensors, 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals, and you can set up the system you own yourself. No tools needed. It's simply safe. It's 50 cents a day without a contract. SimplySafe.com slash Glenn. Go there today and get a free Simply Safe security camera, normally 100 bucks. Order today, you get it free. It'll help you capture that crucial evidence for the police, and you'll get 350% faster dispatch. It's SimplySafe.com slash Glenn. It's supposed to get close to 80 today, by the way. Right. 77, 76, 77 today. I love and then it. maybe 40 degrees 
colder tomorrow. Yeah, well, screw that or day. Or the day after. I only care about today. Okay. Okay? <laughs> I only care about today. That's a, it's a good point of view, uh, Stu. It really is. Don't worry about anything else. Just live for today. Mm-hmm. That's the best way Beautiful. to do it. Whatever, whatever, from what I understand, mm-hmm. it's the best way to live your life. I haven't yes, checked it, it on it, but I'm going to try it. I think uh, Michael Bloomberg subscribes to it. Uh, <laughs> we'll show you some of that coming up here in just a few minutes. He's He had a busy weekend. Uh, yeah, that's one way of uh, putting it. Did a lot, mm-hmm. apparently. And we'll get to some of that coming up. Today with Pat and Stu for Glenn, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Michael Bloomberg had a uh, quite a busy weekend. Actually, I'm not positive where he first began singing and dancing. When did that? I'm not sure when that occurred. Uh, but the video of the singing and dancing from Michael Bloomberg just uh, started springing up on the internet. And Pat, you know, he was in a musical. Yeah. And see, yes, when he was you, New York City. One way of abbreviating that would be NYC. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to mm-hmm. be super duper clever, you might recognize that the C that stands for city could yeah. also stand be for the C. The C S E A. So, if you were to do a an underwater uh, musical called NYC, why it would then? be a very good move for the rest of your life, wouldn't it? It would. And Michael is finding that out. And I, I want my next president uh, to be good in a Broadway musical. Me too. That's the main. That's the main thing I'm looking for. And I think this goes beyond good. I mean, he's he's great in this. Watch uh, in Michael Bloomberg in a fish outfit. No, that's not him. But he's arm in arm with. Uh, I guess the lobster. Mm-hmm. He's sort of dancing, but not sort of. Okay, then they get a little dance scene. The uh-huh. guy lobster walks away. Now it turns back to the fish, and here comes Mike. Up there we got big bed bugs. Big bed bugs. Okay. Okay. The cops on the beat they care. It's true, firefighters, teachers. We got heroes everywhere. Oh my god. Oh, oh man, that is that's painful. That's painfully bad. Not only should Michael Bloomberg's campaign be over, we should shut down Broadway <laughs> over that. If that happened on Broadway, yes. Yes. Because you can hear the guy who's the lobster guy who's singing, like, can, you know, he's, he can sing, I guess. And he can, it's, you can mm. tell he's very Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Bloomberg part of it is so bad. He's, like, way off time and not oh, only yeah. off key and can't, can't sing, sing, but he can't, he doesn't even know what time to come in. Right. He has no idea. He's trying to be funny with an A-Rod drug joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, and then there's this. Uh, is this the same play just later on, or is this a separate Broadway musical? I think that it's the same play. I think it's the same play. Mm-hmm. Later in the play, he's not a fish anymore. Now he's like a Mary Poppins character, and he's got an umbrella. And watch what happens here. 
Maybe this is a different I'll play. I'll tell you where I'm going. Ugh. Ugh. Wow, that's... First, Iowa. Then New Hampshire. Hampshire. Maybe I can get the whole country to behave. And he's lifted up and he floats away. Everybody waving goodbye to him. That's... Uh, great. It'll be fun to eventually be in that point where we can wave goodbye to him. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my gosh, it's so cringeworthy. Why do the politicians do this? I don't know. They I think, really don't. They know. think that like this is going to make me relatable. I think if I do this, people will <laughs> will think I'm funny, and then uh, the, it'll be okay. They'll love it. At the end of the day, they'll just remember me as the guy who just has fun with things. They're just the guy that just wants to jump in. I don't take myself too seriously. I don't. I don't. Look, I'm in a play about with a lobster. <laughs> How can I possibly take myself and seriously? I'm, I'm not afraid to be arm in arm with a man. That shows you how inclusive I that's am. Me. Yeah. I, that's me. That's Mr. Inclusive yes. is what I am. Mr. Inclusive. And they try to do these things. And, and look, every politician is... Has, has participated in nonsense like this at, t- at one time or another. I mean, there's, I mean, you, you, you go back to the, the what was the clip with Trump and Giuliani where they were, were they both dressed as women? I don't. I mean, mm, there's just, all of these mm-hmm. things are just so ridiculous that they exist for everybody. It's never a good call though. No, there's never a moment you're like, you know no. what, that worked out well. Is there nobody around you that says, Mike? No, this isn't a good idea. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. <laughs> You're a billionaire, Mike. You can, you're the type of person who can buy your way out of situations like this. All right. Just don't do it. Is there, are, are everybody, is everybody around him a yes man? Is that, it must be. It must be it because must be, right? nobody warned him off it. Nobody warned him off uh, this particular discussion either where he is uh, talking about death panels. Uh, this is a little different setting. He's not on Broadway in this particular. No, instance. are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is, this uh, is him where he's denying health care to the elderly. Yeah, it's always good. Listen, all of these costs keep going up. Nobody wants to pay any more money, and at the rate we're going, health care is going to bankrupt us. So mm-hmm. not only do we have a problem, it's going to bankrupt us, and we've got to sit here and say which things we're going to do and which mm-hmm. things we're not. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do that. You know, you show up. With prostate cancer, you're okay. 95 years old. 95. You should say, "Go and enjoy. Have a nice day. Lead a long life. Go, Go home and die." Answer. Yeah. And you can't Just, do it. Yeah. If you're a young person, we should do something about it. If you're young, society's not willing to do that yet. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're old. We're going to tell you, go go have fun. Enjoy yourself uh, enjoy while you your, die. Enjoy your rectal cancer. You're going to love <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's going to be great. It really will. Uh, Basically a giant party for you <laughs> is what it is. Uh, have a great time with you it. You may have heard bad things about it, but don't believe any of that. No. Just go home and have fun, and then you'll be dead, and we won't have to worry about you. Hey, prostate, it's, it's prostate cancer. It's a, it's a joy, and you should <laughs> really, I mean, you should uniquely... Uh, you're, it's uniquely wonderful. That doesn't seem that great to me. No, it doesn't. But um, there's a uh, wow. There, this is a very standard argument by many, not even just the left, where the idea is, yeah, you're too old, you don't deserve the care. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I don't uh, tend to ascribe to no. that. Uh, it, it seems like a a a bad idea to to do this. Um, it's but, the culture of death in is. the Democrat Party. And they, they don't care. This is only true if you have left-wing healthcare ideas that are implemented. Mm-hmm. Because yes, then you have to ration. You can't give people the care that they need. You have to come up with some line where you say, "All right, well, how about old people? They don't get it." 
or how about uh uh i mean go back in history you'd find other examples they they would say this color doesn't get it or this uh, sexual preference doesn't get it or whatever it is or this able-bodied person isn't as able-bodied as other people mm-hmm. and so you know they can go off and die too and enjoy it enjoy that uh it's this is not a rare this is not a michael bloomberg thing this is a progressive psycho uh thing mm-hmm. this is we can't afford to I mean, like, it goes back to eugenics really yeah that the, you know it's it's survival of the fittest right right they always they they somehow try to make that oh well that is a that's a Republican thing, the social Darwinism. That's Repub- That's a Republican thing. <laughs> it's like, is it? Really? No. Seems and like they, no. they're the ones who are applying it all the time. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, conservatives like merit. And if you want to say yeah. merit is social Dar- Darwinism, sure, you can say that if you want. It's not real. It's not true. But you can say it. This is a situation where you don't even get a chance. Right. You're 95 years old. You have a certain kind of cancer. No treatment. Sorry. Why? Well, you know, it, it's true when you make private health care illegal. And where is that say cut all off? sorts of things like By that. By the way, where is that cut off with, with you're too old? Is it 70? <laughs> is it 75? Is it 80? It's whatever age Michael Bloomberg is, right? <laughs> it's a one, year, one day older than him. Everyone yeah, can die. That's for sure. Uh, but he gets to do whatever he needs to do. All right. He had uh, even more to say this weekend. It was a busy one for him. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're $70,000 a year. I'm Alan Jones, founder and CEO of Bambi. I created Bambi specifically for small business. Get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. Seriously, let's change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, we customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month, period. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash freedom right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash freedom. Spell BAM to the B-E-E dot com slash freedom. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program talking about uh, Michael Bloomberg uh, and the weekend he had, the wonderful weekend. He was... Uh, talking about farming. This is amazing, too. If this guy isn't one of the biggest elitists you have ever seen, and what I think what I think he believes is that he's so far above the rest of us, he's so much better than we are, that he just believes he can pontificate on uh, whatever topic and just make people understand what the real deal is. Like, you don't understand that you can't drink more than 16 ounces of of a soft drink. You, you, I need to legislate that for you because I'm way above you. You don't need salt, and I'm I'm going to ban that for you so that you don't kill yourself. Even the poor need to be taxed more so they have less money to buy food because they buy food and eat food that isn't good for them. Wow. Okay. And now uh, we find out some of his thoughts on farmers and farming. Anybody, even people in this room, so no offense intended, to, to be a farmer. 
You, it's a process. So you dig one. a hole, you put a seed in, you put dirt on top, add water, up comes the corn. <laughs> then we had 300, <laughs> you easy. could learn that. Then, then um, you had 300 years of the industrial society. Uh, you put the piece of metal on the lathe, you turn the crank and the direction of easy. the arrow, and Any you can have a can job. And, and we created a lot of jobs. Sure. One point. 98% of the world worked in, uh, in agriculture today. It's 2% in the United States. Uh, now comes the information economy. Mm. And the information economy is fundamentally different because it's built around replacing people with technology. Mm -hmm. And the skill sets that you have to learn are how to think and analyze. Oh, I see. And that is a whole degree level yeah. different. You have to have a different skill set. You have to have a lot more gray matter. You've got to be smarter. You have mm. to have gray matter. It's just you have to be smarter than farmers and and Ew. people who work in factories. Farmers, those, yuck! Ugh, I scrape them off my shoe. Is I'm, what I do with farmers. Oh, I scrape me too. them right off my shoe. Disgusting. Yeah. They're disgusting Ick. people Ick. who feed us. You know, <laughs> it's I, so easy. You put a seed into the ground, you put some dirt on it, and you water it. Up comes corn. Well, it's is there so anything easy. to it? I don't no, know. I don't, if there it. is, I don't know what it is. There's nothing to it. You know, you put a little dirt on there, you put a little water on there, and what, what pops up? I mean, every fruit and vegetable you could ever want. Yes. Enough yes. to feed the world. Right. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why wow, 98% of people used to be in agriculture and only 2% are is because the people doing it are so good at it. Right. Right. Yes, you can pl plant a garden out in front of your house. I know. You know. A lot By the of way, it's dang hard to get hard anything to <laughs> to, to do. Work right, that's in why. your garden. Too. Now we're talking about yield percentages and and how how you can get the maximum amount of crops out of a very small amount of area. And these the technology is is. Is apply there. I mean, you've got mm -hmm. GP, tractors or GPSs that are running by themselves, and they're. I mean, this is incredible technology. You have to be brilliant to get anything to happen. I, I could get a freaking thing to come out of the ground. If my yeah. life depended on it. Nope. Like I, if, if unless someone drops the thing at the grocery store on the ground, it's the only time I'm getting food off of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I have no hope. If it's out of the produce aisle, it doesn't come into my home. But does his elitism show here or oh. what? I mean, yeah, farmers are stupid. Yeah. Factory workers are stupid. To do things like I do. Oh, you got to be smart. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, of yeah. course I am. And that's I mean, why it, I'm going to be president and tell you what to do. The information economy is where all the smart people are. I mean, you know, look, sure, farmers can feed the world. But can they get someone to tweet a cat video? And the answer Probably to that is not. no. The answer to that Probably is no. Not. Yeah. Pathetic. Exactly. <laughs> these people, they, these people can't even tweet a meme. They Pathetic. can't do it. Sure, they can give you thousands of varieties of fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. They can give you all the meat that you need. Right. They can give you all. But the... can they screw up an election in Iowa? No. No. They can't do it. They can't. They can't do it. If they ran it, it probably would work. Those losers. <laughs> <laughs> it's really incredible to see it in action. And this is him all the time. Right. And we keep saying he had a bad weekend. He didn't have a bad weekend. None of these things happened this weekend. These things right. have all that's, happened in the past, and it's just the very beginning. They're just beginning. coming to light now? Yeah, it's the very beginning of the opposition research I that's coming on Bloomberg because they're starting to love take it. him seriously. I mean, he's showing up at 15 and 18% in some of these national polls. He's leading in some of these uh, Super Tuesday states. I think Florida is one of them. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he, he has put himself in a position uh, to have a shot at winning. And people like to say, oh, he's buying the election. No person, he is, uh, no person is 
forced to vote for him, nor is he paying anybody individually. He's running ads saying, this is what I believe, this is, this is who I am, and people can either choose to believe it or not. Tom Steyer's also spending a lot of money, and no one's voting for him outside of two states. You know, it, it, yeah. this idea that you can buy an election yep. is ridiculous. What you can do, though, is get yourself hurt. You know, it's like the idea of the New York mm-hmm. Yankees, where the Yankees can spend a zillion dollars every single year and make themselves, at least give themselves a chance to compete. It's been a long time since they won a World Series, though. Was it 96? It's been a long time. Mm, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long freaking time. Might be around 96. Yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't mean you automatically can buy an election, but you can at least get your voice heard. You can at least be considered. Also, something else that popped up, <clears throat> apparently in the opposition research in 1990, the employees compiled a uh, a nice little booklet containing a lot of Michael Bloomberg's quotes. We'll share some of those uh, with you coming up here in just 60 seconds. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-637-9116. That's 800-637-9116. 800-637-9116 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states quick correction No doubt Stu just pissed off every Yankee fan uh, yeah, quick correction. on the planet. Minor correction here. I forgot about a few World Series. And and honestly, they should all be deleted from history. The Yankees won them. Uh, but 2009, they did win the World Series, which I had forgotten about against the Phillies. Okay, so just 1996 and 2009. And then they did win three consecutively between 1998 and 2000. <laughs> but all those sucked. So, so you're saying 96... Uh, 98, 99, 99, 2000, and then 2009. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to give myself a little bit of a break here, Uh I kind of, I I was remembering the 1996 grouping. I knew they won. I I thought 96 was the last year, but it was actually the first year. Yeah. Well, they hadn't won for a very long time before that. And then they they came Mm -hmm. back and started winning World Series. And I was thinking 96 was the end. It was actually the beginning. So they won those four (laughs) within like five years. And then I did totally forget about 2009 though. And look... It should be removed. For, I, I don't know what cheating scandal they actually were involved you know in in that one. year, but you yeah, know, well, you wait, know. actually, you do know it was a rock. Well, yeah, <laughs> we actually okay. do know what cheating scandal they were involved in, <laughs> uh, and it was significant. So Steroids. there you go. Mm-hmm. So put that in your pipe and smoke <laughs> it. In 1990, employees at Bloomberg LP gave their boss, this is beautiful, presidential candidate, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, a booklet containing notable quotes they said were attributed to him over the years as a gag birthday gift. So this was obviously something that didn't hack him off. This was something he was probably fairly proud of. The booklet was called The Portable Bloomberg, The Wit and Wisdom of Michael Bloomberg. And it's a compendium of sexist 
crude and off-color remarks that Bloomberg employees heard him make, including, if women wanted to be appreciated for their brains, they'd go to the library instead of Bloomingdale's. Mm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's how you win friends and influence people, especially women. Yeah, the problem with going through this list is we really can't, can't hit say a, a lot, lot of these of them, things. Uh, but they're very, very offensive. On computers, uh, he had some pretty <laughs> sexual, interesting things to say that are sexist. Uh, well, on many topics marriage, capitalism, salesmanship, um, and all of it really unrepeatable on the radio but this guy is just a he's a buffoon and he's a sexist pig his denial is fantastic on this one though because they they gave this his employees as a loving gift said hey look all you remember all those yeah. sexist jokes you made they're hilarious this is all funny for, <laughs> happy birthday here here's your wit and wisdom mm-hmm. and of course he at the time was ah ha 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 it was great now he's saying he denies the thing things that he said uh or were attributed to him in this document However, he has said things that are against his values. <laughs> now, we're not going to tell you what those things are. We're just going to tell you that they're not the things in this book. Mm. Now, he did say the things very mm. similar that were in this b- book, but not those not exact these things. things. Kind of like he said them. Sure, he said the exact things that were in the book, but the things that were in the book were not we're the not things from, he said. No. No. Right. Not at all. And he does not have those values or the values ascribed to, prescribed to him in that uh, sort of book. And, of course, he's got to skirt it like this because he's got, you know, a thousand witnesses, the the, the employees themselves who put the, all this together and then gave it to him and everybody saw all of that. Pretty hard to deny. Pretty hard to deny. Yeah. And this is, a lot of these are older. I mean, he said to a reporter within the last few years, uh, you know, as a woman walked by in a tight dress, look at the – he didn't say but – but look at the butt on her, like he's in Dumb and Dumber. Uh, and uh, and it said it in front of a reporter, and they're like, <laughs> in the middle of a profile. And then, of wow. course, he just comes out later and denies it, right? Yeah. Because that's what he does. But this is, is going to be a huge problem for him, obviously. And it's just beginning. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you have to have the right tools. Whether you're doing a million, ten million, or hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools that you need to accelerate your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, everything. It's everything you need to grow all in one place right from your phone or your computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and the control that you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you're ever going to need. NetSuite. Business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash back. Remember, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Netsuite.com slash back. That's netsuite.com slash back. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck program.
It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Happy President's Day, 888-727-BECK. Even more about Michael Bloomberg than I'm sure he ever wanted to, uh, uh, to be revealed about him. Michael Bloomberg behind the scenes. It's not a pretty picture. And... Uh, a lot of this stuff is is coming to light now because, as Stu said a few minutes ago, they're doing opposition research on him now because he's shooting up the polls after spending how much has he spent so far? It's an incredible number. He spent four hundred million dollars so far. Holy cow! And it's important to understand million. That's on ads. So that is not what he spent overall. He's he Oof. said before the campaign started he'd be willing to spend a billion dollars of his own money. He's going to spend that before Super Tuesday. Because one of the things that's interesting about his spending is it's not the $400 million in ads necessarily that's the big deal. Because, yeah, he's everywhere, and you see his ads everywhere. But, you know, if, if you could see that from Tom Steyer, right? Steyer could, could, is blanketing these early states. Although Steyer's not quite as wealthy. I no, think he, he's, he's only like, got $1.9 yeah. or $2 billion. He's an awful billionaire. Yeah. But he spent a couple hundred million Barely dollars worth his own money. Yeah. mentioning. Yeah, exactly. His billionaire status. The thing about Bloomberg, which is really interesting, is what he is paying his these campaign workers he's building a gigantic campaign and like you know a typical uh field organizer remember the bernie people who are get, uh, caught on tape by james o'keefe saying like hey i love gulags and i'm gonna, gonna yeah we're gonna set the whole city on fire those guys those are field organizers field organizers low is paid. a low paid thankless job right like you're mm-hmm. you're making between 25 and thirty-five thousand dollars a year and remember these campaigns don't last a year in a lot of cases as we've seen with 20 candidates that have that ran for president and have stopped. So you look at what they are actually uh, doing with Bloomberg is these people that are normally paid 30 or 35,000, he's paying 80 or 85,000. Wow. So he's getting number one, all of the good ones, right? Unless they're ideologically like Bernie people, right? They're all flooding to his Mm. campaign because he's paying so much more than everybody else. Roles that are making a hundred thousand dollars in some campaigns, he's paying three hundred fifty thousand. Like he's just overpaying Jeez. everybody. There's one case, I think it was in Connecticut, where there was a, a Democratic uh, uh, person. I, was, I think it was a, a female candidate for I don't know, if it was a state senator or some some lesser. It wasn't a congressional seat, but it was a le- lower role than that. But you know, it was one that that the Democrats wanted to get, mm-hmm. and there had been Republican in control for a very long time. Democrats started going for it. Um, very competitive race, had a good chance of winning. So they had a campaign manager who they were paying a normal campaign manager rate. Three weeks before the election, Michael Bloomberg comes in, hires them away, moves them to Wisconsin, and the Democrat winds up losing by 75 votes. Wow. Without a campaign manager. Jeez. Because Michael Bloomberg, for no reason, like Michael Bloomberg really needs this person three weeks before this election. Like they couldn't have waited three weeks to move them to Wisconsin. But this is all about mm. Michael Bloomberg, right? Yeah. This isn't about the Democratic Party. It's not about these ideas. It's about Bloomberg, who knows better than you. Yeah. And should be able to make and all your decisions And he can get it you. done. He's smart. Mike can get it done. Yeah. Uh, that's the big campaign slogan. He, Mike can get it done. Uh, and he's he's getting a lot of misogyny and bullying uh, and sexual harassment done. Apparently, he's been getting that done for years. <laughs> yes, very true. And a lot of that stuff's coming out from employees now. We we told you about some of it, a few of the quotes that we can't even repeat on the radio. But um, another instance has been, this is from a, a pregnant female employee 
that reached a settlement with him because of his uh, workplace culture of rampant misogyny and bullying, sexual harassment. He allegedly told a pregnant female employee that she should kill it, meaning her baby. And that has been backed up. Now, Sakiko Sake Garrison sued and eventually reached a confidential settlement with him. But one of her co-workers has now publicly confirmed that he too witnessed uh, the exchange. David uh, Zeilenziger says, I remember she'd been telling some of her girlfriends that she was pregnant and Mike came out and I remember he said, are you going to kill it? And that stopped everything. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Now, why? If it's just a clump of cells, why would it stop everything? R- right. Mm-hmm. Plaintiff asked Bloomberg to repeat himself. What'd you, what'd you say? And he again said, kill it. Great. Number 16. Suggesting his unhappiness that 16 women in the company had maternity-related status. Mm-hmm. Then he walked away. Mm. After telling her twice to kill her baby. And this is definitely the way he was. There's very little disagreement that he was generally this person. I do find it interesting Man. that people would care. It's like the, the, the press sounds outraged about this. Why? Right. I mean, again, it's just a clump abortion. of cells. Yeah, right? you love abortion. What's the problem? And you might say, hey, don't force her to do it mm-hmm. if she doesn't want to. But why asking her to, to kill, kill it, it, what's the big deal? I don't, I don't. To Democrats and to the mainstream media, that shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. It Should is a have. funny joke, though, because... Um, oh, it's hysterical. One of the funny parts about it, Pat, is um, the real hilarity, I think, of it comes from the, the, the heart that is beating that stops. That is when you just kill the, it. When you kill yeah. it. Yeah, it's a scream. It, it's a, the, the life going away and never able to flourish is really where the comedy is, is extracted from the situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's nothing funnier, is there? Than, uh... oh, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> when you have a human it's just life good fun. that doesn't That's just good, exist. clean fun. Right? Oh, my gosh. It's just You know, because best. what would happen if you let it live? You, you got another human being, uh, I guess, that comes out and then starts dispensing CO2 all over the planet. Right, exactly. We don't need that. I mean, we geez. don't need that. You ever hear of global warming? Yeah, I, I have. Mean, okay. I have. I'm glad you have. Yeah. Because they try to repress <laughs> that all the time in the media. It never they comes do. up. They never are able to talk about it. You know Trump, it. that Trump is calling it a hoax. Yeah, exactly. The science Thank you. denier. Um, and I will say this. The problem with Bloomberg's comments about killing the baby is, of course, not about the baby dying. It's about the sexism. It's about suggest. It's uh-huh. about asking the question as to whether this procedure would occur. Right. That is the actual problem there. It's not the problem with the life not existing. The sure. problem is, of course, asking a female employee whether she'd want to have this meaningless procedure that does nothing of of of, of any note. That's the problem. It well, just it's shows how consistent. Health. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, it was the it was the application Amazing. of reproductive health. <laughs> yes, that's fine, <laughs> but asking the woman about it is the bad thing here. It just shows how con- incon- inconsistent it is and how much oh, they don't man. actually believe their arguments on abortion. Why would it be offensive if he's like, "Ah, you should kill it. That would be great. It's better for the business." Mm-hmm. Now she could say, "You know what? I don't think that is better for the business. I want to have this baby. Fine." But him asking about it, you can't oh, do that. There's no downside to this. That's what we're told. Right.
And the truth is, of course, we all know that that's not accurate. Oh, man. It's not real. It's it's a fake world they're living in to try to justify this policy. You see this from uh, from Pete Buttigieg as well. Buttigieg is like, oh, well, of course, obviously. Uh, you have to be, pretty much have to be pro-choice uh, to be in the Democratic Party in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of goes on to talk about how late-term abortion should be the choice uh, of mommy. And th- the reason for this, of course is the hardcore, small government, individual liberty stance of Pete Buttigieg, who does not want government involved in individual health situations. Now, sure, <laughs> I'm going to... Well, except for universal health care. Every aspect that's of run your by health. the government. Uh, yes. Every, we're going to give you all sorts of requirements you have to pay for, even if you don't want to use right. them. Mm-hmm. We're going to force you to take all sorts of things that you, don't, you may or may not want to take. Mm-hmm. We're going to put all sorts of requirements on you in every other aspect of your, not only your health, but your life. Yes. But this one thing, damn, is Pete Buttigieg a libertarian on it he just can't even say why would the government have an opinion about this life being lived why why would the government step in and protect let's say life liberty and maybe their pursuit of happiness what role does the government have in that oh none none well they shouldn't they shouldn't they shouldn't this is a woman's decision as to whether that child gets to live their life or not now what they're eating that may cause a health problem down the line. Damn straight. I want to control every aspect oh, of that. Of course we do. Because they don't know what's good for them. We have to. They're like cattle and we're like the rancher. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just need to herd them into certain places where things, bad things won't happen to them. It's about time somebody said it, Pat. Thank you. It's incredible. It had to be said. The lengths of, uh, uh, and, and the, the re- hypocrisy, the flexibility that is, is needed and required for the mental gymnastics they attempt. Is, Unreal. It's, it's unspeakable. I don't know how, how do you live your life day to day with that sort of inconsistency? And then look, that's just blatantly lying to voters. You're saying to them, this individual liberty argument when it comes to abortion is only used because they know people actually care about individual liberty. Mm-hmm. They say it's wrong in every other case, but this one case, it's the yeah. only way they can win it. The only way they can win it is say, ah, oh, you know what? Government probably shouldn't be involved in that. Yep. Everything, everything else is about the collective. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to abortion. No. Oh, my goodness. You, that woman, you're taking away her right to mm-hmm. choose reproductive health? We were on the news and why it matters on Friday, and you made this point. Uh, and it's a great one, which is that they, they just worship at the altar of this quote-unquote procedure they do as if it is the most sacrosanct thing yeah. you can't question it you can't it's really even bizarre join the party anymore if you don't want abortions up to nine months and i'm not even sure how why they that's such a flashpoint for them yeah. i, I it, do they get a lot of abortion money in their coffers i mean yes uh, they must but that, i can't i don't think that's it but it's it's got to be something else i don't know i've I, mean, I don't know. It does it does dovetail with a lot of their policies, right? You can't have as Michael Bloomberg pointed out, you can't have people at ninety five years old paying for their health care. Well, yeah. one way of helping that is to making sure there's a lot less people. Uh, you know, global warming is a big issue. Well, one way of helping that is making sure there's a lot less people. Having mm-hmm. a lot less people uh, uh, around the world is it does help all of their policy uh, proposals. I don't think it's just that. I think there is that sort of a lot of it's kissing butt for women voters. There's a lot of that going on. Um, because you know, and of course, women, women 
female voters, ask them in polls, they do not want nine-month abortions. No. Women do not want that. When no. you look at the uh, the polls, a lot of times when you break it down between men and women, it's men who are the ones that are more pro, uh, <laughs> pro-choice because it's them getting out of stuff. They're like, oh, I, can, I, I don't have to have any responsibility here? That sounds wonderful. It's yeah. men who have higher percentages of approval in many polls uh, for abortion than women do, which kind of makes sense when you think about it. I mean, when you, if you go to do the, the stereotypical situation where this pops up, right, you have mm-hmm. the guy who wants to get out of the situation uh, and it, the, the woman who might not want to. Uh, this is something that men have used this way for a very long time, but it's a pro-woman. It's pro-liberty, Pat. That's all they care about is individual liberty. Oh, you know that's These true. These people are basically Adam Smith. The Democratic <laughs> Party is just a big, a big glob of Adam Smith. Yeah. And I don't, if you believe that, you'll believe anything. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Tax season can really be a pain. It's all worth it when you open the mailbox and see that envelope, unless it turns out somebody else has already filed your return. During tax season, your personal information, like your social security number, may be emailed and shared more than usual. Criminals can steal information from your devices and sell it on the dark web or use it to commit identity theft. You need LifeLock, the number one most recognized brand in identity theft protection. LifeLock monitors the uses of your personal information. It alerts you to possible suspicious activity. And if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated identity restoration specialist is going to work to fix it. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having LifeLock means one less thing to stress about during tax season. So head on over to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK and use the promo code BECK and you'll save up to 25% off your first year. That's promo code BECK for up to 25% off now at LifeLock.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you can listen to Pat Gray Unleashed right immediately preceding this show. Uh, do it live or anytime during the day that you uh, want via podcast. You can get that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. That's where you can find it. Yeah, and YouTube as well. YouTube uh, as well. It's a big one. Uh, also go to uh, Stu Does America. It's on uh, the new show. It just started last week. Got up to number 11, I think it was, on the on the charts mm-hmm. um, on mm-hmm. iTunes. So thank you for doing that. Please rate and review it. And for that goes for all the stuff. You know, whatever every reason, their algorithm really likes that stuff. So if you take the time to you know, type in something like, it's great, whatever. That's that's plenty. Just rate it with five stars and do that. Mm-hmm. It really helps uh, the show get around. And uh, apparently a lot of Blaze hosts are getting the it's great whatever reviews. I'm not sure that they appreciate it as much as I do, but please go do it. Uh, and you can do that. Uh, Stu Does America has all the links, but uh, YouTube is a, is a great one as well. Because, you know, there you can put the little, you click that little bell, you can get the notification every time they post a new And the whole uh, show is uh, available too, right? All available like for the free. Other ones. Yeah. yeah, which on is great. YouTube, that's which something is awesome. If, for a long time, you know, we didn't know how to do that exactly because look it's a company we have people to pay we have bills to pay mm-hmm. uh and so we have it's a subscription company you can just subscribe at you know blaze tv.com uh you can use the promo code Stu or pat or glenn or whatever it is i don't know you can use it and you can save some money mm-hmm. and that's great you can sign up and a lot of people do that obviously 
but when you do something that you want to be shared and you want people to be able to experience, like Glenn did this big special on, um, uh, he's got something coming up on coronavirus this week. He had another one on Wednesday, which was, what was it? On China and, and Biden on China. Mm-hmm. And like, you want people to be able to see it. Yep. And so now we can do this thing where we can put all the stuff out on YouTube for people to see it and share and spread the word on it. And then also extra stuff behind the paywall for subscribers only. So we'd love you to be part of it. Uh, uh, Stu does America.com has all the links and you go to youtube.com slash Pat Gray unleashed, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sign up there, subscribe, rate and review uh, on YouTube. I think it's just uh, youtube.com slash Pat Gray. Okay. Uh, the other ones are unleashed. Um, what do you make of uh, Michael Bloomberg and the talk that Hillary Clinton might be his running mate? You think that's real? You think, I don't I think she do, do not. It. Yeah. I, don't I do either. not think it's real. I, I don't know what the purpose of it is. There's usually a purpose to a story like that. It came out from the mm-hmm. drudge report. You know, I don't know how I don't know what Drudge's connections are in the Clinton world. I can't imagine they're very good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe doesn't seem like she'd accept a subservient role. No, why would she? She's yeah. already been Secretary of State. She was almost yeah. the president a couple of times. You know, she's really going to take a VP role. It I makes no sense so. to me. Not to mention, there's no reason for any Democrat to want her as the VP. She obviously performs terribly. The, the party is more annoyed with her than anything else. The only reason is if, like, Michael Bloomberg would end up on the Clinton death list. Then you'd understand it because okay, yeah. then she becomes president. And so if you look at it that way, it makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's you true. know, she Good becomes point. number, he becomes number 486 or whatever. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. Um, yeah, that would be pretty nasty to be quarantined on a uh, on a ship for weeks on end. Uh, the food would probably run out. Uh, I would imagine the facilities the facilities are a little nasty. <laughs> yeah, a little nasty after that particular point uh, uh in time uh i wouldn't want to be doing that i think i'd i'd opt for quarantine back in the u.s oh wouldn't you certainly yeah. i mean you, anything to get out of there I mean, you got to get out of that area and get to a place where you can get good old american that this terrible failing health system that everyone hates so <laughs> right. much until they need it right if you, uh, you know being short of being able to go back to cuba for your health care yeah I, I know, guess you settled for the U.S. They're so close to North Korea. Why not go right there? That's you know? a good point. They have universal health care there. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Like many nations on this earth. Mm. Uh, like almost all of them, except for us, because we're so evil. Yeah, we are really evil. Uh, yeah. I hate us. Oh, you and everybody else. 15 seconds. Two. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, 888 back is the phone number. Back with more to say. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. At what point do you think it's a good idea not to shake hands with anybody? Um, twenty years ago, <laughs> approximately. But, yeah, mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but especially now with this with this thing going all over the world, would that be such a you know bad uh, theory to employ? Is that you know maybe we just don't shake hands until this coronavirus is kind of 
sort it out. Do we really need to shake anyone's hand? Is that something? It's it's a weird tradition. It is a weird tradition. It doesn't happen everywhere, you know. We're right. You know, like a lot of people, they'll you know they bow to each other uh, all over the world. As we found out from our wonderful president, who would go everywhere all over the world and bow to people. Uh, yes. Anyone he could find. Including the mayor, <laughs> the mayor of Tampa. If I remember correctly. That's one. That's right. <laughs> mayor of Tampa. So great. I, mean, I love Tampa. Don't yeah. think you need to, be, but, to, to bow to the mayor of it. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. No. So uh, really just touching each other in general. Yeah. You know, there was that um, there was that movie with uh, documentary with Sylvester Stallone called Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. That was a powerful documentary. It was. And... It, I think, if I remember right, the, the story was you, you just no longer touched people. You kind of like when you had, if you had to go to that area where there was a little, there was some relations going on. Yeah. You had like, I don't know, some way of of it happening without actually being in the same room. Oh, really? And I think maybe we just go that direction at this maybe. point. I mean, we're all just bi- giant <laughs> bottles of disease, <laughs> yes. just walking around, pouring ourselves on each other. It kind of feels like that. It's time to at stop. At times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, so the coronavirus thing is a little scary. I think if I were on one of these ships, though, you want to get off immediately. Oh, yeah. Because you don't know. You're, in, you're, you're being dealt with by other countries. Like, there's these people who, in Cambodia who were on a cruise. And they got off, and everything seemed fine. And then one person tested positive. Now they've realized like hundreds of them were positive. They just like out, you know, out in the public. There was another weird one, a weird situation where a couple went to Hawaii, and then went. I think they lived in, uh, uh, I can't, Japan maybe, a Japanese couple. Yeah, they so they go to Hawaii, and then go back home, and they've got the coronavirus. Well, there were no. Reported cases, I don't think, in in Hawaii. Mm. Nobody knows. I think there was one hotel room where somebody got infected or whatever, and we don't even know that that couple was in that room. So could they have gotten it before they went to Hawaii and then, and then you know, it just started showing symptoms yeah. when they left? I, I don't know. But there's there are some of these cases that are a little confusing to the authorities because they don't know where they came from. Yeah, I can't wait to get when Glenn comes back tomorrow. We can hear how the ship went that's where he is he's on the cruise he was on the the japanese cruise and he's been okay yeah he's been cordoned off oh wow i think they're gonna fly him back for tomorrow's show though really yeah N- not into quarantine but no. just flying back and i mean okay it's radio you can't get coronavirus through the radio yeah that's true pat that's not how it <laughs> that's works true. i was a little worried about the people who might be in this building though well but, it's uh, it's called science okay so just don't worry about it so glenn will be back after his battle with coronavirus here uh on tomorrow's program good uh, I'm wondering, um, is there now an official quarantine on Michael Avenatti from the from the press? I hope so. Because there was a long time in which oh, all they, they could him. do was touch him. Oh, all they, they could do was stick their tongue him. in his mouth. Yes. And now... And then some. They seemingly have discovered, maybe this guy is a fraud. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? And it's interesting because now he had, this, he had the stretch of the... Uh, of he was the exalted one. Mm-hmm. Michael Avenatti was the savior of our planet and our mm-hmm. country. Then he went into a phase where, uh, this seems a little weird. What's going on with this guy? And he wasn't on as much. And they wouldn't really book him. And now he's been convicted. Um, and he is uh, going to go to prison over this whole Nike shakedown thing he attempted. Which, you know, it's interesting because wow. looking back, Avenatti, no matter what side you're looking at, you could look at Avenatti as the bad guy. I mean, because if you are a person who likes Trump, Avenatti's taking these unfair shots at mm-hmm. Trump. If you're a person who likes Stormy Daniels and you don't like Trump, 
I mean, Avani seemingly screwed over Stormy Daniels too. Mm-hmm. Like she says so. Yeah, she says so, and it seem now it's hard to feel bad for her or honestly anybody involved in this at this point. It's just a mess. Mm-hmm. But like it, it, it's like he seemingly tried to take advantage of every single person he interacted with, and it was a lot of people. And he was basically presented as a one man wrecking crew to take down this evil Trump administration, and he was going to do it. If he wasn't going to do it through this case, he was going to do it by running for president and winning. Yeah. Listen to this. This is an incredible montage. Washington Free Beacon put this together. Listen to some of just how much they loved this man. If we all could find a relationship where we were loved as much as the media loved Michael Avenatti, we would all be happy. <laughs> We'd be thrilled with life. Here is the, uh, is the montage of Michael Avenatti in the mainstream press. He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare, Michael Avenatti. Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the country. Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think because people all like you i'm the only person right here donald trump fears more than robert miller we think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down donald trump right. michael avenatti's a beast <laughs> okay that's true and he, he's a beast he's a beast i hand it to yeah. her and i hand it to michael avenatti but he has a great bigger calling here that being a lawyer is minimal compared to what he's doing no one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. He gives Trump a run for his money more than anybody else, Michael Avenatti. An existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very <laughs> fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. And is he really thinking about running for president? Uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. You look at the field of Democrats right now and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide they value Jeez. a fighter That's most, People would be foolish to underestimate Michael uh, Avenatti. I have always said that they need a fighter. <laughs> Look, I mean, we're going to continue to use the media. I think we've used it with great success. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. Oh, I love it. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Just a sampling of how much they absolutely oh, gave this man. adored him. Who essentially walked off the street as a no-name with, a, with an accusation against the president of the United States. And they treated him as if he was the ultimate truth teller yeah immediately yeah put him on every show treated him seriously took his claims seriously acted as if he was making progress when yeah, what do you think trump was panicked about michael avenatti was laughing about it i mean what a, think about this what, take a step back from from how you feel about the trump uh issue here with avenatti and stormy daniels and all that let's just say all of it is true mm-hmm. and trump really acted poorly and he was a terrible guy and 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 he should be in, impeached for that what a terrible disservice to those claims to have Michael Avenatti involved in them. And one of the reasons why it's easy to dismiss all of these claims is because Michael Avenatti is the one bringing them to you. How could you possibly believe this man? Anything he says, uh, you have to assume is a lie. 
And then he steps mm-hmm. down from this whole thing where he gets all this media attention and starts shaking down Nike for tens of millions of dollars, which is not a good move. No, he's going to pay for that uh, with a little prison term, apparently. It almost seems like, Pat, he got to a point in his life where he was like, look, I'm really in debt. I got nothing going on. I'm not going to be able to make this work. What if I just go media crazy and try to make it into a big deal? And then maybe the attention will drive more cash and I can pass it almost like a Ponzi scheme. Like I can pay yeah. off all my old stuff with all this new stuff. I mean, it's at least possible. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Triple eight seven two seven beck It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What are your shaving irritations? Does it matter what blade you use? Because it's the preparation, not the razor, that is the key to a clean, close shave. Shave Secret softens and moistens your whiskers to let the blade glide over your face. No nicks or cuts or skin rashes. Shave Secret. I want you to see for yourself all the five-star reviews of Shave Secret. Alan says, I started using Shave Secret several years ago and I've never looked back. This is so much better than all the creams and the gels and the soaps. No scrapes, no cuts, no burns. And it feels and smells refreshing. Shave Secret is easy to apply. You just add three or five drops into a wet palm and massage it into your face. Don't fall for all of the marketing from the big shaving cream corporations support a veteran-owned business that employs americans try shave secret and let others know what we already know shave secret it's not a secret it's the best shave ever available regionally at heb and wegman's grocery also nationally at walmart and on the web at amazon or shavesecret.com use the promo code back at shavesecret.com and save 10 percent Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn, who's out with coronavirus. Uh, he'll, he, we think he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, quarantine is uh, is is quick for radio hosts. Mm-hmm. We were talking quickly about uh, Avenatti and finishing that up for a second. I thought it was an interesting thing that happened uh, on the intranets. So you had this whole Avenatti thing. The guy goes through this big praise, uh, you know, just an overwhelming tide of praise for months and months and months and months from the media. Starts to fade away, gets convicted of this thing, and what happens? Is there a moment of reflection from the media? Not just, hey, we got this wrong with Avenatti, but why did we get this wrong with Avenatti? What can mm-hmm. we do differently next time? Next time some charlatan comes around and says he's got some big claim <laughs> against Donald Trump, maybe we should ignore it? Wouldn't introspection be nice? Wouldn't it be Wouldn't nice? It'd be great. So let me give you this. Sam Stein who is with, uh, the, uh, with MSNBC and uh, The Daily Beast. Not exactly, in my mind, credible places to... I, it's the type mm-hmm. of thing I'd leave off my resume, okay? And there's not much on it, to be frank. I, I'd have to fill it with, like, chilies. I mean, so I, I'm not saying this is, this is a good resume. He writes this, and, I, and you have to give people credit when they do this. It's very rare, but you have to give people credit when they do it. Sam Stein writes, I admit it. I gave Avenatti far more credibility than he deserved. I need to do better and will strive to do so. No point in trying to pretend otherwise. Wow. Nice. No qualifiers there. Yeah. No, uh, you know, no, um, well, I mean, obviously everybody else was doing it. So I, you know, that's why it happened. No, just saying like, look, I screwed mm-hmm. this one up mm-hmm. and you should get credit for that. Obviously, it, it, the more important thing is how you apply that lesson going forward. Right. You know, there have been times where people came to us with stories on the right that we were interested in and we thought, wow, is this is this real? And you look into it, and it seems real. And maybe you talk about it and then you kind of later on question whether you should have. 
and you sort of push those people to the side and try not to, to deal with them anymore. We've had many, many times that things like that have happened, or people have come to us with claims that looked really interesting at first, and we decided, you know what, we're not going to go with them because they're not, they just don't seem credible for whatever reason. And other places have gone with them and got lots and lots of clicks and lots and lots of retweets because of it. But you have to step back and say, well, you know, what are you guarding here? You're guarding your own credibility. And you better at least attempt to, to do so. And if you do make a massive mistake, because you are so enthralled with taking down this president that you give credibility to a man, uh, basically a, a, a homeless wino off the street that comes in and starts saying Stormy Daniels over and over again. If that's going to be you, you better sort that out for next time. You better realize, mm-hmm. hey, wait a minute, this isn't the right way to go. Maybe we should switch this up. Because what we're doing now isn't working. And I hope that Stein, as well as many others, say, hey, like, you need to price in your own bias. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're, uh, if, if, let's just say, and this, is, this would never happen, Pat, but someone uh, maybe came up with an unfairly positive view of BYU football <laughs> for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. you. Your internal core says to believe it and promote it. Yes. Right? Because you love BYU. Right. I but would be you, inclined, perhaps. How, perhaps. To believe it. To yes. b- believe it. However, because of that bias that mm-hmm. you know in your mind is priced in, mm-hmm. you might uh, approach it a little bit more skeptically. Possibly. And say, I better not just approve this because I want it to be true. And that's the problem with the media right now. They want these things about Trump to be true so badly, yep. they abandon all rational thought. No doubt and about Avenatti it. And Avenatti might be the clearest example of that. I, I mean, is there a better yeah. example? Not that I can think of right off the top of my head. No. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, they loved this guy. I mean, as we just showed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was he was sleazy to begin with. Yes. I don't understand how they just threw all caution to the wind and we're all in on Michael Avenatti. But like you said, they just hate Trump that much. But... They should have been a tad skeptical about him because he, it, the sleaze oozes out of him at first sight. It's not like a, it's going to be uh, – none of this was a surprise to me. Yeah. Was it a surprise to you that – Oh, no, not at all. He might be shaking down companies for money. If, what a surprise. If there was a day that Michael Avenatti did not do something illegal, I would stun <laughs> yes. me. I would be shocked. Like, I'm yes. saying even from birth, like, th- he's three days old. My <laughs> guess is he stole something. I don't know what it was. Again, these are just speculations. Yeah, maybe it was just another kid's binky. Yeah, I, I don't know, but he did steal something. You know that. Well, I, that's what I believe. Three days. It's certainly my, what I believe. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More the Glenn Beck program coming up. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to ten price competitive companies for free? You can with Select Quote. For example, George is thirty nine. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-637-9116. That's 800-637-9116. 800-637-9116 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 
We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Welcome to the program. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn. Uh, one of the reasons why Michael Avenatti gets embraced immediately, especially when he, the ridiculous idea that he's going to run for president happens, is because all of their other candidates are terrible. It's it's a yes. major problem for them. Yeah, right? they're trying to find anyone who maybe can cut through the, the nonsense. Problem is, there just isn't there isn't anyone. Let me give you a, a an example of isn't. Uh, it's uh, Amy Klobuchar. Now, Klobuchar is a terrible candidate in so many ways. She has a great electoral record. She's won all the elections she's been in in sometimes impressive fashion. I don't understand how, watching her perform. She apparently had a good debate. I didn't see that uh, good performance, but it was enough to get her to third place in New Hampshire. And again, when you're celebrating third place, it's not necessarily the greatest <laughs> sign for your campaign. We're number three. <laughs> We're no- you don't hear that chant no. go up a lot. Not often. No. But listen to how bad she is, because she's she, one of her big things is she gets this into her mind, and she starts continually repeating the same thing over and over again the same way. Listen to this montage about a joke she's been telling. The president actually sent out a tweet. He made fun of me for talking about climate change in the middle of a blizzard, and he called me Snow Woman. So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. (laughs) So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Oh, no, you did So I wrote back, Donald Trump, (laughs) the science is on my My side. And, and I'd like to see how, how your, your hair, hair would fare in a blizzard. <laughs> Sometimes, if you haven't noticed, you uh, use a little humor. Right. Like when he called me Snow Woman at my announcement in the middle of that thing. I yeah. wrote back on Twitter, I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back. Oh. Hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back. Uh, Hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back. I wrote back. I tweeted back. The The science science is on on my side. side. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Mr. Umbrella Man. Mr. And he called me Snow Woman. So I wrote back, I'd like to see how your no, hair no, would fare in a, a blizzard. blizzard. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Perhaps the best part of that, if you, if you, Man, if you happen amazing. to be listening on, on radio and, and, and not uh, seeing the <laughs> visuals there, is how hard she laughs at it every, every time, time when she does the punchline. She's so pleased with that joke. How oh, she loves your it. Your hair would fare in a blizzard. blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the emphasis oh. is on the same words, the same way. <laughs> oh, it's so it hurts your soul to see her tell that joke. It does. And yeah, the it's fact embar- that- you're embarrassed for her. The fact that she thinks it's good, Pat. Yeah. Like, she thinks it's a good moment. And this is one thing to remind yourself of, because I think we all do this if you're on social media. Telling the stories of your funny quips does not work. Yeah. Let it live on social media and Mm -hmm. leave it alone. 
tell you. I tweeted this, and then they responded with this, and then I said this. <laughs> it's just never good. And then I put LOL at the end of it, <laughs> which means that I laughed out, out loud. loud. I wasn't laughing to myself. It was out loud and other people heard it at the time so it was really funny mm. like that and then i said lmao which means something kind of naughty and so you won't say it right now <laughs> oh, she's just unbelievable awful. and you see that the tone of that like <laughs> i'd like to see how your hair you can do it it's the same way every time she has this other thing when she so walks bad. out on stage she says hi my name is Amy Klobuchar, and I'm going to defend Donald Trump. And she does it the same way every time, and it drives me nuts. I am tempted to issue the I will eat my underwear if oh. she's the nominee oh, challenge. Oh, yes. I, I'm tempted. Yes. Tempted. You've sworn that off, I, I thought. I have. All right, got to talk you into that after the break. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. Whether you're doing a million, 10 million, or hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools you need to accelerate your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow, all in one place, right from your phone or computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system, trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. NetSuite. Business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at NetSuite.com America. NetSuite.com slash America. NetSuite.com slash America. I just know I'm forgetting something. Oh, pants. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Glenn's free email newsletter, The Glenn Daily, at GlennBeck.com. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. This is a, there's another amazing story. Uh, This one is from Florida about a six-year-old girl who was committed to a mental health facility without her parents' consent. Apparently she threw a tantrum at school. And so the school, uh, actually turned her over to officials who took her to a mental health facility and she was there for two days Mm. where they gave her um, antipsychotic medication at the center. Also, without the permission of the mother. Uh, That's pretty amazing. I mean, does the six-year-old know if they don't have a tantrum, this isn't going to (laughs) happen? I mean, you know, the, I'm not sure that was responsibility made, here. I don't know if that was made clear to the six-year-old. <laughs> no? Yeah, just don't have a tantrum. Yeah. And this kind of stuff won't happen just to you. Just tantrum yourself. Yeah. Don't be a brat, <laughs> and we won't, we won't feed you antipsychotic medication, okay? It's a very baseline request yeah. in my mind. It's not hard. 
Uh, the attorney for the mom said the mental health counselor was called to the school because Nadia was reportedly having a tantrum and threw a couple of chairs around. The counselor evaluated Nadia, who has ADHD and has <clears throat> been diagnosed with a mood disorder and determined she needed to be committed under Florida Mental Health Act of 1971. Incredible. Commonly known as the Baker Act. How pleased would you be if you're the parent of this child? Oh, you didn't even call me first and maybe have me come get my child? Hmm. You committed her to a mental health facility and gave her antipsychotic medication. Oh, okay. Without even talking to me about it. I don't know. I just, I'd be, I would have been arrested because I would come unglued. I mean, and this is just a microcosm of everything else the left wants to do, right? You give, you yes. give control to the state instead of parents. You know, the very basics really shouldn't be happening. <laughs> but, you know, this is what happens. They control your health care. They're going to be able to do the same thing. But the mother said, um, as she was breaking down in tears, her daughter's not able to communicate what happened to her because of her disability. She can only tell you bits and pieces. Mommy, they locked the door. They wouldn't let me out. Mommy, they gave me a shot. Wow. Uh, deputies were called to the school to assist taking her to the facility because you need the police uh, with a six-year-old girl. Uh, police body camera footage shows the girl calmly walking out of the school. You're not a you're you're not a bad person, one of the deputies said to her, but you're acting very unpleasant. Oh no, then you you need to. Uh, I didn't realize that, so yeah, put her in the mental institution. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, what a society. How how did we get to this place where parents have no rights anymore? And you just make stuff up. Like six-year-olds are need antipsychotic drugs for a tantrum. I've never heard of a child being committed to a mental health facility for doing something like this at school, for throwing chairs at school. I mean, uh, you put, you're put in a school or you're suspended or you're given detention, but now you're, you're being placed in a mental facility? Wow. Uh, maybe a tad extreme. Yeah, the, the sticking them with needles when we have problems <clears throat> thing is a little bit out of control yeah, at this point. Very much so. Uh, also, I, I love this story because this is starting to happen all over the country. Uh, Terry Miller and Andrea Yearwood, who are both biological males, but they identify as females. They are now dominating girls' high school sprint events in Connecticut. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Mm. Surprisingly, uh, they, Miller won the 2018 state girls' 100-meter dash in a meet record time of 11.72 seconds with Yearwood coming in second. But a trio of hateful biological female track athletes have had enough, and they're fighting back. Sure, they've had enough because they're sick of losing. Well, I'm sorry, girls, that you're losing to boys, but uh, that's the way it goes. As a result of the policy, two males were permitted to compete in the girls' athletic competitions beginning in the 2017 track season. Between them, they have taken 15 women's state championship titles. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just the 15? Yeah, 15. That's Incredible. And they have taken more than 85 opportunities to participate in higher-level competition from female track athletes in the 2017, 18, and 19 seasons alone. Yeah, I saw somebody write that this is the death of women's sports. And I, don't, don't try to convince me this is a good thing. This is, uh, 
<laughs> I think it's a bad thing. Don't try to convince me it's a good one. <laughs> Can you believe, though, with all of the power that Title IX uh, wielded for the last 50 years, that this can even begin to start happening? Uh, you've completely forgotten about the rights of women and the rights that were totally. mandated in law that wiped out how many men's sports at how many different colleges across the country so that they could be replaced by women's sports. That no one cared about. That nobody cared. Field hockey instead of men's soccer at some places and so on and so forth. Again, men's soccer should men's go soccer away, too. Men's soccer should so. go Yes, that's true. <laughs> on that. That's a tough one. But. Uh, it's true. And it's like, it, 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 I, in a way, it's such an interesting uh, like weird thing going on in culture because in a way I feel like sports is such a great thing for this to happen to because it's so blatantly ridiculous. Yeah. It, and it's, and yes. it actually the, the type of person who, who sits back and says, look, I mean, you know, come on, let's just, let's just all agree to just say whatever words they want us to say. That person that goes along to get along, you know, mm-hmm. that same person has a daughter who's now being dominated in her sprints. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it hits people in a different way. You know, it hits people in a way that's like, wait a minute. Okay. I understand what you're saying with this other stuff, but this is, we can all agree. This is ridiculous, right? Like there's a reason why there's men's sports and women's sports. They're, they're separated for a reason. They're different. They're different. Yeah. They're different levels of competition. Physically different. Physically different. So when you have men just going in there and playing in women's sports, that's yes they're going to do really freaking well yes and it's kind of on you for accepting all of this nonsense every step of the way and the other thing it's doing is uh taking scholarships away for for instance there are there are 15 chances for women to have won state titles that they would have won some of some actual biological female would have won those 15 titles you've taken it away if not for these two men competing Mm -hmm. as women Mm -hmm. and you took that away from them so maybe they're you know instead they're finishing third and they're not getting the scholarship they would have otherwise gotten Mm. a state champion is going to have a better shot at a scholarship to a good school than the third place finisher and we're going to sit here and yell at aunt becky because yeah. Aunt Becky, yeah. she paid a little money for her daughter to go to school. Yeah. And some other kid probably, by the way, also went. Like, if she, There was probably legitimately no difference at all between reality with Aunt right. Becky paying for a kid to go to school uh, a little bit extra and, mm-hmm. and reality the other way where she just normally pays the fee they ask but her boy, for. But boy, were people but pissed people off were pissed about off. that. Oh, God, that was the worst thing ever. She's going to prison. Yeah. This... this, this Lori Loughlin is going to prison over paying too much money for her kid to go to college. And we're going to sit here and take away 15 state championships from these girls. I will say, though, that maybe Aunt Becky deserves it because she dumped Uncle Jesse somewhere along the way. And yeah. she's with this other guy. Bastard. Cheating on Uncle Jesse. I don't know <laughs> what's going guy. on. You see the new guy? Yeah. That's not Uncle Jesse. That's not any Uncle Jesse. I don't know when she dumped him, but that <laughs> was either. wrong. Now, okay? That really was wrong. wrong. Really wrong. Yeah. What about all those kids? Right? They were all there. They're all living in a house. I don't know if there's still kids or not. The show's back on Netflix, isn't it? Yes. Isn't Full House back on Netflix? Uh, Fuller House? Full, yes. Has anyone watched that? Have you watched it? My daughters did because they were big Full House fans. Did, is it uh, good? A little is disappointed. It as good no, as the it original? Is, no, it is not. Oh. Either they're older and more mature now or, mm-hmm. the, or the show got a little worse. A little I'm stale. not sure which. Okay. Let me ask you this, Pat. Mm-hmm. I know you're, you've made your feelings on this transgendered issue very clear today. And they're disturbing mm. to me. 
I'll tell you that. Are they really? Oh my gosh, they're incredibly disturbing. disturbing. So I want to give you a counter argument, and Mm -hmm. this counter argument's probably going to win you over immediately. Okay. And I I hold back from doing this to you on the air because it's embarrassing for a talk show host like you to have (laughs) to just be humiliated, humiliated on the air, and one back to the other side. All right. Without because people think. Oh, Pat Gray saying these things about these issues, he probably feels strongly thought them out yeah. in great detail. Okay. And then here I am going to give you this this tweet, oh, and no. you're going to come right back to the other side, and people are going to oh, be like, oh, no. Pat didn't even, I don't know, maybe he didn't even think this out. <laughs> okay? But I want to give you this. This is from the mayor of London. Okay? Mayor of London. He's going to let you know something. He's going to, right. he's going to speak a little knowledge on you right now. Okay. He's dropping it on top of you Ooh, as wow. we speak. Are you ready? Wow. Trans women mm-hmm. are women. Trans men mm-hmm. are men. Non-binary people are non-binary. <laughs> All gender identities are valid. Wow. Hashtag LGBT History Month. <laughs> now what do you say? I, I would, now what? That would sway me. You have nothing. I, I do. I you have are a little, humiliated. He only used the three letters, LGBT. No, he said LGBT. No, three. He, okay, so yeah, he, he used left. four. He's left out Q many, many, I many letters. A so the guy knows. Two yes. plus. LGBTQQIA2 plus. Okay. He left out five letters. No, six letters. LGBTQQIA2 electric boogaloo plus. Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure that was the title. <laughs> I mean, this is so this I can't is, respect him because uh, he just left out a lot of. It. Well, he's a true. bigot. He's it's a clear a, bigot. Clear bigot on the other side. We, we totally flip sides on this issue now. This this from the mayor of London is what substitutes for an actual thought, right? Right. Like that is a right. nonsensical so bunch stupid. of blather. Sure what is. Are you talking about non non binary people are non binary. Like I, what? What is that? That's not even a thing. Like you're, you're just making stuff up. <laughs> and just like, well, I, you know, all yep. gender identities are equal, uh, are are valid is is a fascinating one because you know you look at Jessica Yaniv, um, the woman who, the woman who uh, had an issue getting a waxing job done because particular oh, right. waxing institutions mm. did not wax male genitalia that happened to somehow form on this woman, mm-hmm. and that was a big issue and. If you talk to someone who's like a, an activist in this world, they will dismiss her because she's she's obviously nuts, right? I mean, she's yeah. a crazy person. Yeah. But why? You never get to the why are you dismissing her? She's saying she's a woman, right? right? We right. all know she identifies she's a dude. As, a, as a woman. 100%. We all know it. And you know it. Mm-hmm. That's why you're calling her crazy. Mm-hmm. But the question is, why are you calling her crazy? I know why mm-hmm. I'm calling her crazy. Why are you calling her crazy? Because she's just flat out saying she's a different gender than she is. And under your construction of society, we're just supposed to believe that. We're just supposed to take it in and internalize it and say, yes, what they're saying about themselves, although we know it's not true, is true. All non-binary people are non-binary. Trans men are men. Trans women are women. Hashtag LGBT History Month. I mean, who winds up winning this? Are women going to win this? Or are the trans people going to win it? Um, you know, there's a there's a an Olympic athlete now, uh, a trans Olympic athlete trying out for the U.S. women's team. Uh, <clears throat> former Olympic athlete Rebecca Dussault said once a minute. Listen to this. I mean, this is just the truth. 
once a male body has gone through puberty, they have re- they've received the benefits. So the skeletal form, lung capacity, muscle density, the greater length of levers in their body, their muscle-to-weight ratio, their capacity to deal with dehydration much better, narrow, narrower hips. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it, they're physiologically designed differently than women. Yes. Yes. So it's not just the testosterone level. It's all of the physiological differences. And they're going to lose this argument? Probably. It comes to a point where you just Probably. run out of stuff to complain about. Yeah. Like we've we've eliminated how many billions of people in living in poverty in this in this world. We've we've eliminated so many diseases. We've eliminated uh, you know so many things have gone right in the world over the past twenty, fifty, hundred years. You get to a point where you just start to start. Well, you know what? That person that says it's a guy and we know it's a girl. Why aren't you allowing them to be a guy? <laughs> right. Like that's the level of thing we're complaining about at this point. Crazy. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven B C K. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're $70,000 a year. I'm Alan Jones, founder and CEO of Bambi. I created Bambi specifically for small business. Get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance. All for just $99 a month. Seriously, let's change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, we customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month, period. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash freedom right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash freedom. Spell BAM to the B-E-E dot com slash freedom. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Don't forget about our uh, podcasts, uh, respectively. Yeah. I, I guess there's a show that you're doing now. Stu Does America. Yeah, I've heard, yes. of, that. I've heard uh, of that. Go to YouTube and subscribe. Go to anywhere you get your podcast. Please rate and review. It's great. Whatever. Uh, you can mm-hmm. use that if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are. Uh, tonight, we're going to be taking on uh, Bernie Sanders. And this interesting thing the Sanders campaign is doing, which is basically trying to get Democrats to vote for them who are skeptical of Medicare for All and all these big socialist programs. How could you be skeptical of that? I know. Oh. It's How's so it possible? I mean, John Oliver apparently had a big rant last night uh, or this weekend that was gone viral about how wonderful it is and how bad it is for you to have choice on your own health care. Oh, geez. We need, that might be another episode this week. Uh, but the Sanders thing is really interesting in that his new approach is to tell everyone, hey, uh, yeah, I know you don't really like Medicare for All, but don't worry, he's not going to get that done anyway. Like, don't worry, he's going to fail, so it's going to be fine. He isn't really going to be able to get <laughs> Medicare for all done, right? You guys know that, right? And it's like, it's well, a weird promise to make in front of a campaign to promise you're going to fail on the things you're promising. Kind of is, yeah. But that's what they're doing. Kind of weird. So subscribe okay. and check it out tonight. And Pack and, Ray Unleashed. Exactly. Subscribe and, uh, and rate that as well. I would personally recommend, especially because YouTube and Twitter are... Um, 
pushing it down and not letting it trend worldwide. Uh, the ne- latest episode of Leakages, Leakages. from, from yes. this past Friday, uh-huh. something you need to take in so you understand the danger of, of leakages uh, that are happening. Hundreds of millions of people die every year uh, from, from these leak- particular leakages on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a problem that needed to be exposed, did and you, that's what we, we just did. Did you have any time to fact check the 100 million dead number? I didn't have any time to. Okay. Uh, it's only been seven years since okay. the first episode, so, I mean, you can't have everything in one episode, Stu. You're listening to Glenn Beck.